floodgates to my nurturing side Hear the whimper of maternal cries Welcome to Look at My Records. 
What's today's date, guys? It's a beautiful day out today. 18th. The 18th, May 18th edition of Look at My Records kicked off the program with Transient Love by Holly Overton, which we were delighted to premiere in this week's uh, Bushwick Bandstand and Bushwick Daily. And now I'm here, hanging out, having a blast already <laughs> with Lepesh. Yes. How do I say? How do I pronounce the uh, the name of your band? That was by perfect. the way, because you know it's it's got that little uh, triangle above the e, right? That's just that's just that's just for looks, guys. Are you sure? Smash it together. Millennial aesthetics. Yeah, we we love millennial aesthetics. I am a millennial, I guess. You guys, Gen Xers. I think uh, we're Gen yeah. X. I think we just tipped the Gen X oh, yeah. scale. And I didn't know millennials. It's older than I. Xers and Y, maybe. Older than I thought. I thought millennial was 20-something, but really it, it's 30-something. So I think 37 is the cutoff, I think. Yeah, it's um, right? it's interesting because there was just an article this week in the New York Times, right? About, oh, I didn't see oh this is Gen, Gen X and millennial overlap. Uh but oh. You guys do play like Gen X music. I <laughs> That's guess. true. That's yeah. the sound. Yeah, true. That's definitely the sound. <laughs> but it's it's so great to have you guys here today. I've been a fan for a little while now. Really enjoy your new Spirit Bunnies EP, which came out in February. But tell me how Lepesh came together. I read you guys were kind of out of playing music for a while. You've been involved in different projects over the years. Uh, Small Brown Bike, right? And a couple of other bands. I remember loving Small Brown Bike when I was uh, in high school. So that's cool. I saw that. I was like, dope. That's cool. Um, so tell me, how how'd you guys get back involved in playing in this band and music? Christy, you want to take that? Uh, no, go ahead. Um, uh, I, I suppose this all came about... Um, uh, Drew and I are from Florida, relocated in New York, uh, mid two thousands. I followed and, here. Yeah, followed me. Uh, we played, you know, all through our twenties and uh, uh, around um, five or six years ago. I'm, I'm a school teacher, so around five or six years ago, I was uh, getting really kind of uh, an itch to 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 play again, and uh, you know, I had some close buddies that ended up living nearby Jeff and drew and we started playing in another project, uh, called robes. And, um, so we started doing that. Uh, we were really enjoying that. Um, I met Krista and Krista, uh, was, um, doing some, some solo stuff and, uh, Krista wanted to, uh, play out live and she wanted, um, uh, some musicians to, to back her up. So, um, three fourths of robes, uh, did so, and we really enjoyed it. And, um, we've been doing that ever since, uh, that's been about three years now, mm -hmm. I guess, since that's happened. And, and the band has, has really, it started off with us kind of, um, us kind of aggressively trying to add some heavy elements to Krista's, <laughs> Krista's, uh, uh, folk, uh, songs. And then, um, you know, originally, uh, the writing share was, was largely, uh, in Krista's lap. And then as the band has, has grown and robes kind of dissolved and Lepesh has become more and more of a full-time thing, it's become more of a, of a collaborative, um, 
effort, I would I would say. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anything, no, guys? No, you, on that? you okay. nailed it. All right. How do you make that nailed decision it. for robes to dissolve and start a new, I guess, project under a new name? <laughs> I'm always interested in that because it, it was mostly you guys, right? Robes? Or, it was, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah and, our, and one of our close friends, Peter. Yeah. Um, it was time. It was time. Dave, um, works literally like 90 hours a week. He's, he's like the most dedicated teacher in New York city. And, uh, and it was, he just said, listen, you know, I just don't, (laughs) it's true. I just like, I just don't have time to do both. And, and Dave and I, you know, uh, when we started playing together, um, initially, uh, you know, we really saw robes as kind of like, kind of like our baby, you know, it was just really like all these, and both of us had stepped away from music for close to a decade. Uh, and we were, when, when he kind of said, listen, I just don't have time to do both bands. Then it was just like, well, then we're not going to do both bands, you know, because it just, there was never going to be robes without Dave. So it was just like, and, and, you know, admittedly him and Krista, you know, I, I think we're married at that point. He chose um, me. And he chose you. He says, listen, I can't quit my wife's band. I'm just, I'm not allowed. So, so she's like, well, look, we're not going to do robes without you, man. So let's just keep doing LePesh. And that's cool. And, you know, uh, you know, our friend Peter is a super talented musician and songwriter. And um, he actually just moved into our rehearsal space building. So, you know, there'll be other projects with him and all that good stuff. But it was just like, well, let's just keep moving forward with, with LePesh. And uh, that's kind of what's, what's happening. That's cool. I love uh, the evolution of Lepesh's sound from Bright and Bending to now Spirit Bunnies. Uh, tell me a little bit about that, because the first EP, I think, does have more of those folk and shoegaze elements. And now I kind of was thinking about how could I describe how Lepesh sounds right now? And it's like it's kind of like a hybrid of helium, jawbox, and Velocity Girl, mainly oh, because nice. of our vocals. I, like I will take your vocals. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Take it. love that. But, yeah. So I think just kind of at what uh, Dave had mentioned, just that, you know, it started out with, because I did, like, folk singer-songwriter type stuff um, before. Um, that was kind of my solo stuff. That And so I was writing... And I would bring like a skeleton of, or maybe a completed song, but not, you know, with the extras. You know, there there were no lead guitar moments, or you know, um, there. So they added their style onto something I had already written, and I think it just naturally evolved into something a little heavier, um, you know, and. Yeah, just a little bit more like rock rather than folk or shoegaze. You know, it has just a little, it hits a little harder. Um, and I think that's just because we all started, it. our writing just changed. Like everyone was contributing. Like, um, you know, a lot of times it would be um, Drew coming up with a guitar part and then, or and or like Jeff coming up with like a really cool different beat and then them just jamming on it and being like, can we do anything with this? And so that was like a whole new way of writing for us. And so it just kind of took on its own form, like totally naturally. There wasn't like, let's try and get to this place. It was like it just kind of naturally, the songs just kind of 
went that direction. Absolutely. And I, I want to point this out too. Someone at one of our shows recently pointed this out that, that Jeff, our drummer, for those of you out, <laughs> out there, Radioland, he, he, um, he writes riffs. Like he doesn't, he doesn't just like write drum beats. He does. He absolutely, he writes, he writes drum riffs, which is, which is rad. And we, we've written songs around things that he, he writes, you know what I mean? So he contributes to the songwriting just as much as, as, as anyone else. As much as a real musician. He, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't like to. He doesn't like to take credit for for stuff. So hey, man, don't be out. modest. Yeah. Don't yeah. be modest, man. Come on, come on. I need you to own up to the yeah. goodness that you bring to this hey, poor man. piece. I do what I do. Yeah, whatever comes. And back. you're doing it great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. keep it up. So tell me. So I wasn't sure. I just verified. I know Jay Robbins. You worked with Jay Robbins of Jawbox on the Second Arrow and Spirit Bunnies, but you also worked with him on Bright and Bending. Yep. Um, what's it like working with him? I could definitely hear his imprint on your records, which is obviously really good. We're all big Jawbox fans. Uh, I love Burning Airlines as well, mm-hmm. and he's a great uh, engineer and producer. What's it like working with him? He wants to take. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, he's, 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 uh, I don't even know where to begin. He, he, he just really lets you kind of do your thing. You know, if you know Jay and you know his music, you know, he's an absolute perfectionist. He just in, in terms of what, what, you know, his craft and, uh, that can be a little intimidating and I don't, I don't, I don't mind telling you, I was, you know, the first time we did record with him, um, you know, I was quite nervous. Just I, I personally hate the studio. I find it very stressful. I, I get very nervous in there. I feel like all the magic that happens live never comes through in the studio. And I'm, I'm, I'm never satisfied anyway. So I was just uh, pretty nervous going in there. And, you know, he just, just a very laid back guy. He's, he's just very kind. He, he pushes you in all the right ways he gets things out of you in ways that like are in, in by no means condescending. He's incredibly patient. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, tw- and from the, from the beginning to the end, the times that we've recorded with him, you know, as he's gotten to know us over the years, you know, he's, he's actually contributed more mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, it went from just like, yeah, okay, you know, go ahead. You, yeah. Try that, do that to, Hey, I got this really great organ part. Can I, put organ on your song and we're just like, Oh yeah. You know, or can I do, you know, in, where he's just showing this level of enthusiasm and excitement. And it's just like, we're just looking at each other like, Oh wow. He's really yeah. excited about doing this. And uh, so it was, it, it's been great. I mean, just, he's just, when someone is at that, that tier of musicianship and, you know, I don't think any, you know, I don't think many of us would consider ourselves musicians. You know, it's like, yeah, I play guitar. Would Jeff, I call myself Jeff like, maybe amazing. Jeff? Yeah, but would I would I would I call myself a, a musician or a guitar a guitarist? Probably not. But like when you're you know so when you're when you're in the the hands of someone that is undoubtedly like a, a talent and and he just looks at you and just says, "Man, that was just awesome! Uh, like what you're doing is great," or just kind of keeps you motivated in in such a positive way. It's uh, it's it's just it's really it's just awesome you know and you it's it's, it's really it's, helped us it's rad i agree like going from bright and bending where he's just kind of engineering and just like sitting back <laughs> to us developing like 
a relationship with him, like working with him and also kind of a friendship as well. I would uh, definitely over, over the years going from engineering to producing and like at the end, he's, you know, in the last record, he's, he's, he's putting music and singing on it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And we, 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 we started recording with him because Jeff had recorded with him uh, in, in old bands, you know, so that was a connection and we were fans of him as a as an as an artist and uh jeff was like when we when we went to re- we we're ready to record he's like why don't we go out of town let's go down to to magpie cage and yeah. and, and well, i think i said i don't because I, I won't record go, yeah else. <laughs> at this point jeff won't record I just, yeah there's no reason yeah why not why would you yeah he's, a, he's uh, great it's uh really incredible and you guys are i'm so pumped about this you guys are going to be touring with jawbox next mm-hmm. month for a yeah. string of east coast dates How'd that come about? Are you as pumped as I am? Uh, we're <laughs> super pumped, yeah. Um, you want to take this, Jeff? Yeah, Jeff. How did it come? Well, out of nowhere. It came about <laughs> just, I mean, from us having a relationship with them, I think, is the main part. But, I mean, it, it, went, it went, we saw that they had posted the shows. So I, I immediately texted Zach, the drummer, and was like, hey, you know, if you need any support on any shows like the brooklyn show let me know and i think he replied just like noted it's <laughs> like ah, well i tried you know yeah. whatever thanks for the offer yeah and it was like yeah, yeah wasn't yeah. that what it was like thanks, thanks for, the, for offer. the offer like noted thanks we'll for the offer or something. like yeah. something really really brief um and then like three weeks later or something i get an email from kim coletta who i've yet to meet um that just was like hey would if you can join us on these four shows that would and we were just like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. So really I text cool. Zach, I text Zach immediately, and I was like, wow, man, like, thank you so much, like, this is amazing, you know, four shows. And he was like, oh, we had decided on you guys six months ago, but it just wasn't <laughs> finalized, so I couldn't say anything. I, was well, like, I think right. it's, it's yeah. per- I think it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, uh, the sounds are very complimentary to like the height of the really good Jawbox stuff. Um, so I think it's a perfect match and I'm really excited for the show at Brooklyn steel on Saturday, June 22nd. And you guys will also be playing at nine 30 club, right? With mm-hmm. them. How yep. cool is that? Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, playing at the nine 30 club yeah. with yeah. job. It's about, <laughs> about as cool as it gets. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be in Boston too, right? Yep. And, and, yep. and Philly. Philly. Yep. Boston and Philly. Amazing. Yeah. All right. So let's play some. Of your tunes. I love the new EP, Spirit Bunnies. Three great songs on it. Gracie, somewhat similar, and Bottom Feeder version two. Are we ever going to hear Bottom Feeder version one? Um, We, yes, we. It's online. It's on. We kind of threw it out there uh, a a little while back. Um, I haven't found it. We demoed it. I'll I'll share it with you. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, We don't really share it too much with folks, but. Um, we demoed it and then it it just developed more. So yeah. then we re-recorded it. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. still in the writing phase when we demoed it. Yeah, a good friend of and, ours, Richard and then Selena, our, asked us to come in and record at uh, Studio G. Yeah, and really great like, guy. We're like, we don't have anything new, but we have a song that's we're working kind on. Of yeah, like seventy five percent. He did like, an amazing job. It sounds, he did a great job. Yeah, great. sounds great. Yeah. we just finished it up. Yeah, and then, I think to honor him, you know. Yeah. Calling it version two is was the right move. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I love the second version, even though I haven't Thanks, heard man. the first. Version, but uh, it's good. But tell me a little bit about these songs. Gracie, somewhat similar. Um, what's up with them? They're great songs. Oh, uh, 
I think, uh, like, what are they about? Yeah. Here? Well, the um, somewhat similar is a song that I wrote um, a long time ago, and we revisited and changed a whole bunch, and just turned. It, so we turned it into like pretty much a completely different song, but it is somewhat similar to. <laughs> The song that it was before. Oh, interesting. So that's why it's, that's why called, it's so called that. Similar. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, it's just like the Lepesh version of that song. I think we did two. Our song titles are like a lot of times have nothing to do with the song. It's just dumb jokes yeah. in the practice space. That we like working titles. The, just we throw up the on the whiteboard. Yeah, that's references. And Somewhat then, similar. Yeah, and then uh, Gracie is... Um, we just had some, um, I don't know, we just had like a tough year of like lots of like emotional family stuff and and it's just about finding um, grace in the gray when it's, you know, when things aren't good and um, just trying to turn a negative situation into a positive one. So that's what that guy's about and uh yeah. And Bottom Feeder. And Bottom Feeder is about... Um, I know all about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a good song, but tell yeah. me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> tell us. It's again. just... It's uh, <laughs> an, a um, a relative of um, of ours um, has... Uh, and they're an addict, and it wreaks havoc on family, and, um, and it's just kind of about them. Basically me, like yelling at them in, the, in song form. <laughs> hey, here we go. Let's play them from the brand new Spirit Bunnies EP. Not that brand new. It came out in February, but it's new. It's new it's to pretty us. New. It's new. It's pretty new. Yeah. Which you can get on Bandcamp, lepesh.bandcamp.com, available on all streaming services as well, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, all the rest. Maybe title on my podcast. Probably. Out there. I don't even know what that is. Deezer. And I don't know what Deezer is, but it's on Deezer. You guys are going to have a vinyl pressing of this Download at some point Zoom. in the future? We actually are are doing a very limited, very limited run of, of seven inches for, for the Jawbox shows. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I, was, I was trying to say fuck, fuck off. Fuck off. So. I think you said fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck I was off. trying to say fucking awesome, and it came out fuck off. I'm just you just coined a new phrase, though. Fuck off. Yeah. Here we go. Gracie, somewhat similar, and bottom feeder version two from Spirit Bunnies.
We're back. We just heard Gracie somewhat similar in Bottom Feeder version two from LaPesh's February 2019 EP. Spirit Bunnies, thanks for sharing those awesome songs with us. Our pleasure. LaPesh, yes. go get the EP Bandcamp limited edition. Seven inch will be available on the string of dates with Jawbox in June. So get out to the show. Get your hands on that limited edition seven inch. Yes. Do it. Do it, people. All right. Now we're going to play some records that you guys picked. Yeah. Awesome. Starting with Bug by Dinosaur oh, Jr. Oh. Freak Scene. What a, yeah. what a great song. Yeah. The song just makes me, makes me happy. He's I have a fun memory of accidentally uh, not bleeping out when they say fuck on my college radio station <laughs> when I play that song. And I was like, don't let me fuck up with you. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, crap. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> then nothing happened, though. Yeah. Yeah, so who picked it? Who picked that great record? That was record? me. All uh, right. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, just going through your library of, of, of music, it was, it was just, I think, when I first clicked on the link to it, it was, just seemed to be one on the first page. But I was like, you know what? Let me go through it and see what else he's got. I, mean, I always love Dinosaur Jr. And that specific record is my favorite Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, album. Yeah, it's a good one. For sure. And uh, um, it, it just, just as overall, like, you know, Jay Maskus as a guitar player and Lou Barlow as a bass player, um, huge influence on me musically on both guitar and the bass. Um, uh, and I have played bass in, in, in a band before, and, and I definitely kind of drew from uh, just that distorted you know, play a bass like a guitar, kind of Lou Barlow style. And, uh, but I think this particular song just sort of kind of has just very nostalgic for me, just sits in, a, in an era of my life that was um, hyper creative, where I really just started playing in bands. And uh, my very first roommate, um, so I was, you know, going to a, a small community college in Fort Lauderdale area where I grew up. And uh, I moved in with my good buddy, Ravi. He worked at a, at a record store called Specs, which was a chain down in Florida. And uh, he would always come home with music and everything. And he came home with a video. And I was a Dinosaur Jr. fan. Dinosaur Jr. was his favorite band, actually. I was a fan, but it was his favorite band. And he came home. Uh, he would come home with mountains of CDs and records and tapes and all this stuff. But uh, he came home with a video called, um, it was a Sonic Youth Home video called The Year the Punk Broke, yes, 1990, The Year the yeah. Punk Broke. And it had, you know, of course, Nirvana had already exploded at this point. That's Even though this was older footage, I think that's partly why it came out. Because even though it was sort of a, the Sonic Youth video, I mean, Nirvana's in there. And, of course, people go, you know, chomping at the bit for that stuff. Um, long story short, um, there's a scene, you know, they, they have some live footage of Dinosaur Jr. playing. And uh, they're playing Freak Scene. And I just, you know, a couple things really just took me by by storm when I saw their performance. And first of all, they're playing a festival in Europe somewhere. I think it was Germany. Or yeah, somewhere. yeah. And everyone is just going bananas. And um, um, and then that that part that you were just talking about, you know, um, you know, but when I need a friend, it's still you. Yeah. You know, the whole crowd is singing it. And they had like, I guess, some live mics on the crowd. And everyone's just just pogoing, you know, uh, which I guess is, was a 90s dance. <laughs> I don't know if they still do that now, but, you know, which is jumping, just total European style, just love music, not the American style, like nose in the air, stare at the band, yeah. like, you know, like they're falling asleep. 
So it's just, I just was just like, wow, like people are just going bananas. I had no idea like they were that big over there. People just cared that much. So it was kind of like the, my first exposure to just how Europeans act to music, you know, or just people overseas act to music as opposed to how we do. So I was just really, really pumped on that and just, just was just, I don't know. And, and the second part, and I'll, I'll be quick because I can go on about this. But, um, you can. You don't Was the fact that, you know, the way he approached the song, the way they approached the song live as opposed to how it was recorded was very different. And, you know, there's just this one part where Jay just kicks on this flanger and it just sends like like this, this, the riff into like jet, you know, like through a jet engine, you know, so... And I just thought, like, wait a minute, you can't do that. You're not playing it like how it is on the record. Like, you're going to disappoint the audience. Like, no, you have to totally mimic how it is on the record because that's just how my sort of, like, compartmentalized yeah. OCD works. And and it was just the first time I saw, I saw that. And it was just like, oh, no, you can just do whatever the hell you want. And that's awesome. And what you're doing is awesome. And I kind of wish you did that on the record in the first place. So it was just kind of like, just sort of like, just showed me like you can just totally approach a song differently live and it can be amazing. And, um, and just, he's just going bananas and he's playing a jazz master, which, um, you know, for the longest time I wanted, never bought one. But, you know, when, when I started playing in this band, you know, we started playing together. I was just like, I'm, I'm getting a jazz master. Like that's, that's happening. Like I am, I am getting, you know, I am doing some, you know, buying the guitar that I've dreamt about buying for so long. So, so basically you had no, no reason to, picking none whatsoever <laughs> zero <laughs> all right that was excellent how about a uh, television by idols off of last year's one of my favorite albums last year joy is an act of resistance uh, great record i picked that one hey yeah um i i just i've fallen in love with with idols like uh over the past year and and, and a whole lot like like very recently um i just i just think that they like i want to want to hang out with these guys like i just love them. Yeah. they're just darling people across. <laughs> i saw like their kxp performance recently and just like sitting down with their lyrics they're they're the first band in a long time that i've sat down and read like all the lyrics they just have this like wonderful take on they're just there's they're they're punk in the best way they they they're reinterpret you know masculinity they they approach social issues political issues in such a wonderful way and with all the fucked up things that are happening in the world today like 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 being happy is 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 an act of of defiance yeah. and, and and it's a very punk radical thing to do and the fact that these guys are doing this and they describe themselves as this as this angry man band <laughs> and they want to just be like show that like being kind and and self-improvement and and being considerate of others and understanding that your existence and you're existing and you should have compassion and also just take into consideration how your actions impact and affect others is just absolutely beautiful to me so this song kind of encapsulates that and it just like this the song television is a very very empower empowering uh message to me so i think that's really cool absolutely and for this next one if this was Jeopardy, you'd hit the Daily Double because this is my favorite band of all time. XTC, Respectable oh, Street, oh. off of the great uh, <clears throat> album Black Sea. Really great transitional point in the band's career, I'd say, when they're kind of moving from, like, you know, new wavy type of stuff to really being more of a substantial, 
uh, force to be reckoned with, even though I really liked the stuff before Black Sea too, but yeah. this is where it kind of like a really interesting point in their career. So that was, Jeff, that was mine. Jeff. Yeah. What's up? Um, also one of my <laughs> favorite bands. <laughs> I didn't know this. I was like, Oh, cool. Yeah. This is um, very cool. I mean, listen, well to, done. listen to yeah. the drums on it. Yeah. The drums. Yeah. Oh Enough man. Said. Enough said. <laughs> Guitar tone too. I mean, Fox. Great tone. That's, yeah, this is just one of those bands that, I, I, you know, I think it was like middle school. My cousin Mark showed me like the police. Like I was listening to like metal and stuff in elementary, <laughs> middle school and like classic rock. And then my cousin Mark showed me like new wave stuff and like, like the police. XTC was one of those bands that I, to this day, still listen to a lot of. And, um, I could have picked Nigel because that's like one of the best so, drum yeah, riffs of all. One. Speaking of drum riffs, yeah. like that's just like the best riff of all time. But this song, uh, yeah, this is Terry Chambers on drums. And, I mean, he's like one of those drummers. Like, you know, if I look at my timeline of like yeah. my drumming, like he's like a main part in there. Like, oh, like. You can just play toms for the whole verse. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds yeah. awesome. Do that. Yeah, it's just like, oh, you don't have to, like, you can do whatever you want. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Sick. Yeah, drums, man. And it's then- all about the drums in that band. <laughs> yeah. And then we're wrapping it up with a beautiful song, Else by Built to Spill, off of Keep It Like a Secret. Krista, that was I guess my, it's yeah, yours. That was me. <laughs> um, I just love Built to Spill, and I feel like it was, like, my first kind of, like, step into like indie rock was listening to built to spill and um i just like the i loved doug marsh's voice and i just felt like he did really cool like he just came up with these really cool melodies that just didn't i I just was really attracted to to that and it just made me um kind of explore melodies in a different way and then also i feel like the guitar his guitar playing also is like a melody. So I just love, that's part of the reason why I love Built to Spill so much is there's like these two melodies happening, um, you know, like he'll sing. And a lot of times there's a, a melody right behind what he's singing with his guitar. And um, anyway, and when I just looked, cause that's one of my all time bands that I love. And um, when I look to see what song I've listened to the most, it was else, so that's why I chose it. Beautiful, Lepesh. I love you guys. <laughs> right back at you. Love man. you too, brother. Here we go. It's freak scene to kick things off. Dinosaur Junior. Well done. There we go. Enjoy, everyone.
Jump in. 
we're back. Hey, LePesh, we played three songs. Gonna wrap it up with Built to Spill shortly, but we heard Freak Scene, Dinosaur Jr., Television by Idols, and Respectable Street by XTC. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show yeah. today. Yeah, thank you so much. Here, Thanks for having us. So tell me what's going on in June. You guys got a show June 1st at Union Hall yep. in um, Prospect Park section of yeah. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We do. Park Slope. Playing with... Uh, yeah. With our friend Christian Gibbs, uh, his band's called He Arrived by Helicopter. Cool. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to He's that a show. Yeah. Yeah. And then the tour with Jabba. Yes. yes. June 22nd at Brooklyn yeah. Steel. Do you know the other dates offhand? June 15th is in Cambridge, at the Sinclair. Yeah. 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 And then the and then 21st 1st is in, in Philly. Philly. 28th. Then, 28th then, in DC. Yeah, and the 28th. DC. And the 27th. Oh, 27th. Yeah. We're 27th. We're playing here with the pauses. And um, at that's and at death the, cults. De- death cults. At the, that's at the uh, at Gold Sounds. At Gold Sounds. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's June 27th. Yeah. Yeah. That's my birthday. Hey. Yes. Yes. Come out, Come out man. Way. And yeah. uh, if you guys would like to hear more Lepesh music. Bandcamp.com slash Lepesh, available on all streaming services. You also got vinyls of your old records, we right? We do, we do, we do. We've got vinyl of everything still. You get that via Bandcamp? We do, yes, via Bandcamp. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Bakery Out Records and Bandcamp. Cool. And stay tuned for the limited edition vinyl pressing. That will be out on Bakery Outlet and also it's a split release with uh, Belladonna as well. Good friend of ours from Gainesville. Cool. So, and my brother Rich D on Bakery Outlet. Guys, thanks. We're ending the show with Else by Built to Spill.